0: He grabbed me and he had um, a pair of scissors in his hand. She's she's watching herself completely naked. I felt very proud to introduce
1: myself as a Bengali woman.
2: And then my mum kind of gives me this look like, don't speak. His
1: voice and his actions, like asking me to drink more, just became more violent. You got found that
3: 19% of people would use the word feminist as an insult. We think the 19% are wrong. And we're here to tell you why. From the 19% and URN, this is our International Women's Day mini-series. Five women, five stories, five episodes. One story told every single day in the run-up to International Women's Day 2016. I'm Anya Lawrence. Episode one, it begins in a park in Basingstoke. Mo's walking her dog and she's alone but it's 2pm in the afternoon. And then this man
0: appears. He grabbed me and he had um, a pair of scissors in his hand and he just grabbed me from behind and he just put the pair of scissors at my throat. So then he was started to tell me to effing shut up and that he was going to effing rape me. And, um, and you know, he was just really agitated. And um, And then we started heading up towards the woodlands. So, I was kind of still processing all this and I was feeling a bit shaky to start with. But I think because we were walking, it, it just sort of helped to calm me down a little bit. And I was sort of saying, oh, you know, sort of, what do you want? Are you going to do it? Oh, you know, I'm going to, I'll am going, i do everything that you say. Just don't hurt me and stuff. And I think because I started talking a bit more calmly, um, then he started calming down a little bit. And then, and then we got to the woodlands. And... Um, I think, really, he had calmed down quite a bit. He still had the pair of scissors um, at, my, at my neck. and um, But then he basically started t- touching me up and started sexually assaulting me.
3: Episode 2 of 5 is Donnie's story. Donnie grew up in England, but she goes to Iran to visit family there a lot. In the story, Donnie is 15, and she's wearing a tunic that's slightly above her knee. She's walking in a park in Tehran with her family and then she sees a policeman walking towards them and she trips
2: i just stand there you know with this huge grin on my face um and he says and i will translate is this uh your niece or something who is this and my mum goes oh this is my sister she's visiting from canada wait
3: so she she pretended that you weren't her daughter
2: yes she said that you know this is just my yeah, because I, I don't know why. I can't remember the reason why it was for, she said for political reasons, <laughs> she wouldn't tell me. And she he said, does she speak much uh, Persian? And um, my mother goes, no, no, she doesn't. She doesn't speak any Persian at all. She's just here visiting. And I just literally, I'm there like nodding and grinning. It's like, don't nod Don, why are you nodding? He goes, you know, I could find you tell her to wear a longer tunic. Literally, it was only an inch above, but that was really, really scary.
3: So the story today is Katrina's story. Like I've already said, Katrina wrote and sang the song for International Women's Day 2016, and it's called Intimacy.
0: What is so beautiful now, I feel, is the fact that um, that with the music, it's also brought my passion for, for the course of women. That uh, I was so honored now to be, um, that my song is the anthem for women for 2016.
3: This is Joshan Ara Rahman's story. Dhrushan is 79 and lives in Bangladesh, so recording her story directly wasn't really an option for us. Instead, we've asked an actress to read our emails about her life that she sent to her grandson.
1: Whilst in service, I had done only the first part of my masters in social welfare, I was utterly delighted. I was perhaps the first woman from Chittagong and certainly the first amongst my relatives and acquaintances to be given such an opportunity. The time to leave for New Zealand was approaching closer. One day my daughter embraced me and said, Amma, you will not cry. You go to the foreign country. I was astonished. Her strong support in particular helped me to take the decision on that day.
3: The final story in our International Women's Day mini series is Ella's story. Ella goes to this house party to celebrate the end of a project she completed at university. Then this guy Henry walks in. She doesn't really know Henry. He was on the project with her, but they didn't ever work together. At some point in the night, she finds herself talking to him. And as they're talking, he leans down and opens up a bag of alcohol and he offers some to Ella.
1: He said, you know, do you want a drink? And at first I said no, but he was just like, come on, it's the end of the project, you know, stop being so boring. And I think because I'm... Still quite insecure, I'd say, in like social situations. I gave in to that pressure um, and took uh, a drink that he had from his bag. A few
3: days later, Ella's with her friends and they're talking about the party. And that's when things start to unravel.
1: In a usual friendly way, I just went, "Oh, that, that guy Henry, um, like I, he tried to kiss me at the party. And then their faces got so serious and they said, I saw you get with him. And I, just, and we saw you all over the party, and we saw you upstairs. And it was at that moment that I just realised I didn't remember the night at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll be the again. It just feels so real. I think that everyone at the party just thought I was just another drunk girl just kissing another drunk guy and I don't think they even thought about the word being spiked, the concept of it because I think we always think of it being like a, something that happens in a club when you leave your drink unattended but not when it happens in your own friend's house at, at a house party or something like that.